Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with... T-Rex. T-Rex. <laughs> we got to work on that. Right, um, we'll work on it. But uh, it's good For to the be new here. Year. For the new year. Uh, it's great to be here. I have... Uh, if I'm... My S's are off right now because... Like like the sound S because my, my flipper came out of my mouth. I had, a, I had a fake tooth that I got into from a car accident when I was younger. And then I got into a fight in an elevator, which... Uh, I've talked about on this show plenty of times. Lo and behold, somebody's dog bit my dog. And then I was like, what happened? And then the guy punched me in the face. And then I took him down and punched him. And then my dog bit up his leg. That's, but, 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 he got, but he got two shots in and, uh, before that. And uh, now I have a fake tooth. So now my, 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 my fake tooth broke on a cruise ship eating a sandwich. You still have it? Uh, no, it's like, yeah, it's like in half. And now when I talk, I feel like, like all I want for Christmas is my <laughs> tooth front, back. Teeth. Yeah, that's all I want is my tooth back. <laughs> and it's hard to talk with it. But you know what? I, I, you know, I'm a survivor. And right. uh, it's just, you know, and I have a zit coming in on my nose. It's like Jesus. New Year's is just going to be, it's going to, it's like. A, well, it can only be, uh, only be down, oh, what, uphill or downhill? I don't know. There? It's like the zit's coming in on the countdown. It's getting bigger. <laughs> it's like the ball is dropping Three. on my face. Jeez, balls are dropping on your face? No, that did not sound, though. <laughs> that did not sound, well, that, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Yes, yes. Balls are dropping on my, I can't believe I just said that. that yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Lo and behold, uh, I don't know. I was on a cruise ship last week. That was a lot of fun. But it was hard, actually, because, you know, it was a Christmas cruise. So I'm performing, and like it's all families and Christmas <sighs> time. And I'm doing a show for kids. you got to do a 30-minute G-rated show. And I'm, I started getting heckled by a three-year-old. A three-year-old's <laughs> like, boo. And I can't tell the kid, hey, look, kid, Santa's not real. You know, right. which is what I, I want to do. I want to be just, you know, go into him, but I can't do that. Uh, and then... But then, and then finally, I was doing well. And then one little kid who was eight was laughing at everything. He goes, hey, man, you're really funny, but I got things to do. I'm like, you're eight. He did not say that. He did. I swear. But that wasn't even the worst part of the cruise. The rest of the cruise was good. I, was <laughs> I got like, things to do. <laughs> yeah, got, like, when you're eight years old. Like, you have nothing to do. Right. But, the Sunday bar isn't closing. Uh, yeah, that was hard. And then, like, so and it's hard because, like, the same crowd comes to every show. I mean, literally... 300 people. Boo, we saw that the last two shows. Yeah, three three different shows. We want new jokes. And then, like, you walk around the cruise ship, they, like, surround you. Like, hey, there's the funny guy. Tell us a joke. You know, so you have to, you're, like, I'm, like, in, I'm sequestered in my room, you know, for right. this little room. And um, anyway, so I, I had a show, and uh, I'm, I'm, doing my, I'm doing a lot of crowd work, and then this couple comes in. This lady comes in late, and she was, like, got a big voluptuous. I'm fat, but, like, you know, big boobs hanging out, blonde hair in her like 30s. Those. And, and I was like, wow, that girl looks like she could bang the, the, the whole Lakers. So something like that, right? Like, look, that girl, Was it Lisa Lampanelli? No, no, but I was like, <laughs> it looks like she banged the Lakers, right? right. So then, so then the, the couple gets mad and they walk out, right? Come on, really? Yeah, they come out like, like that offends them or something. And I was like, oh, wow, the, the uh, roofie works, sir, you know, as they're walking out. Right. So then I, I have like three great shows and people are like, oh man, you're the funniest guy ever and pointing to me and shaking my hand. I'm feeling good about my life and this, this like cute little, I don't know, cruise singer. I'm hitting, I'm talking to her and everything's going well. 
And then I'm like walking forward more and uh, this, this couple like smiles at me. I'm like, then they point at me like, that's him. And I'm like, oh, hey, thanks for coming to the show. I'm like, uh, I'm like how was your crew so far? Like, well, my night was better because I didn't see you. And I was like, oh. That was the couple that walked in? The couple that, and I was like, and then I'm like, it started to occur to me. And she was, by the way, I didn't bang the Lakers. It was like, the Celtics. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> you have to tell me you didn't bang the Lakers. You probably banged the Lakers. And then, right. and then the guy goes, yeah, and I, I, and I don't roofie my wife. I'm like, dude, these are not like, this is not. Right. Oh, so then I had to deal with that. And it's then, a comedy show, you a-hole. <laughs> yeah, I had to deal with that. And then I had to deal with, like, uh, this two old ladies came to every one of my shows. Did you bang them? Yes. I had a threesome. <laughs> It, it, they were the you know an average age of dead you know it was one of those things but they come to my show and this one lady goes that's not nice after each joke like that's not and I'm like really like when did this become right. like the nice fact it was just, so yeah it was but it was there were good shows but it was just, you know <laughs> one of those things anyway um, so yeah. UFC 168. That's Jeez. what we to talk about. That's, this is the MMA podcast. People yes. are people are gonna be like, oh, some people like when I talk about my life. Other people are like get to the get to the fighting. It's like you can't win with people, no matter what you do. Yeah, so just do you. Just just do me. Yes. Yeah, so. I literally like like I, I stayed up all night doing this text from last fight. I mean, literally eight hours. Putting my every joke I have, I counted. It was like 97 punchlines. I'm like, this is my favorite one. I put it out there. I'm waiting for the feedback because I'm an idiot. And then all of a sudden, people are like, oh, hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Someone goes, normally these sucks, but this one wasn't bad. I'm like, really? You couldn't just say like wasn't bad, or right. but of course that's the one that gets to me. It's always that one person. If you're performing in front of a thousand people and everybody's doubling over laughing, and those one dude like three rows back who's got his arms folded. That's the one guy that you're going to think uh, yeah. about the rest of the night. Like, that why always... could that one guy? Yeah, but 999 people were rolling. <sighs> and that one dude that wasn't, that bothers you. Yeah, always. Yeah. It's always the chick that didn't bang me that, that I think about. <laughs> well, or... that bothers me too. It's always like the, <laughs> I had hundreds of wrestling matches. I probably won over 100 matches in high school, but I lost like seven or eight. And, those and, are the ones though, that I, I remember every kid that beat me, what they looked like, their penis size. I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> like, it's it's... It's not a very great way to live it's in the need of approval of people, but what are you going to do? So anyway, let's talk about Anderson Silva right now. Poor guy. Uh, man. But I knew he was going to lose. I said that on the We both Friday. said he was going right. to lose. I mean, I didn't think he was going to lose. No one said it called that. Well, like, no one, nobody called that, but he... Yeah. But he got dominated in the first. He got he, he, he got dominated in the first. You know, it's one of those things where I just think, A, Chris Weidman has his number... He does. He has his number like a mother. Um, I think that, uh, you know, he, Silva's 38, 39 years old. I, I think, you know, once you get knocked out the first time, it's, they say that your chin gets his whole less and less. demeanor was different, though. Like, did you see, it, like, he could make eye contact with Chris? Yeah. He was like, at one point when they were showing before, the, while they were doing the intros, you know, Chris is over there staring Anderson down. Then they show Anderson, and Anderson's, like, looking at the floor. Yeah, he was, like, squatting. At one point, he was, like, taking a dump on the way to the octagon. <laughs> and then stopped and started praying. And, yeah. And, like, but, he was, like, not himself at the weigh-ins when they did the face-off at the weigh-ins. Like, normally, Anderson would, like, look around or clown you or something. Well, after the first fight, when he lost, it say, he said he didn't want a rematch. And then he changed his mind. But it it just seemed like uh, I don't maybe he's not. Look, the thing was is that I'm a you know obviously Anderson Silva is the greatest of all time. Nothing but respect for Anderson Silva. Amazing and, dude. And the thing is is that after he had broken his leg, you know I'm trying to think of a joke because I'm MMA roasted and I I, <laughs> I I kind of my job is to is to make people laugh. But every joke has a victim. Right. Every joke has a victim, whether it's normally a person. You have to make fun of them. And I'm like, okay, how could I be funny right now and not 
piss off people and be disrespectful. So I, I just wrote, you know, after oh, he got knocked out, I was like, I was like, you said, oh snap, really? <laughs> I came up with, Kim Winslow told him to stand up, right. and then then people were like, dude, too soon, and I'm like, that dude, the joke was about Kim, <laughs> Kim Winslow. Winslow, right? Right. So then I was like, people were like, gross, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna cheer myself up by putting on. Uh, What's that? What's Kevin that? Kevin Ware? No, not Kevin Ware. Uh, what's that? Uh, I I can't even remember my own joke. It's the one uh, the, where the the movie where the, the, they 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 tape the people's faces to uh, human centipede. Uh, human, yeah, yes. I'm gonna go. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna tear myself up by watching Human Centipede, and people were like, even that people were like, too soon. Too soon. I can't tell you how many people texted me, jokes saying, uh, his corner told him to break a leg, and I was. I didn't retweet one of them because, and right. I, yeah, the one it was one of those things. I just I didn't want to. He the guy was still in pain, and, right. and it was sad. And, and I, I, I almost I felt bad for Weidman because people. Yeah, I wanted to see Weidman win. I mean, that I, I now, thought he was going to win, and I wanted to see him win decisively. Not people by, are still uh, like, oh, Anderson was coming back. Yeah, he still doesn't. Yeah, now that the, the old man, it was a fluke, and dude, that <laughs> it was one of those things, or like, or they would say, oh, he was disrespectful because he was put his hands up while Silva was in pain. Look, I mean, Silva was trying to inflict pain on him, and right, and, and he did, he did let, he did check the kick, and it was a perfect check, and it was perfectly legal what he did, and you know, and things happen. You can't fault Chris Weidman for it. But no. I, I almost felt like in some ways, Weidman's victory was not as... Uh, it was tainted. It was ta not tainted, but I, I felt like he couldn't celebrate because of the whole thing. And it was like, oh man, you, a guy who wins the title again, you want to feel like he's... he's you you want to feel happy for him. Right. We'll just watch the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but man, but now they're saying that Silva will be back in three to six months. That's I not happening. I don't know what... I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. First of all, like my whole take on Anderson Silva was after he lost to Chris Wyman the first time, it was probably st it stung him a little bit, and he didn't want to retire on a loss. So he was right. like, "I'm going to come back." But once he lost like that, where he got knocked out, he was never the same anyway. <clears throat> and he didn't even have it in him to come back and win. I don't think. No, I think he did. I think. I, think well, I don't know. Silva he just beats, looked completely. Different. I think he beats 99 percent of the people out there. Well, I'm saying, go, just, but going against um, Chris, Chris Wyman, the dude who beat him. I mean, he's the one a, dude that beat him up, and, and he's, he's got a style that's a nightmare for him. Right. Uh, he's a wrestler with great jiu-jitsu and good hands, and all that and was going through his head leading up to that fight. And so no, he was I mean, but I know people bit. that have trained with Anderson Silva for this fight, and they said that he was vintage Anderson Silva. Really? He was training way harder. That's where I started to second guess. I was like, man, maybe he is training, but it just that that was the way the cookie crumbled, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or the shin bone. Oh man. <laughs> Leave it Sorry. to you. No, I mean, uh, look. I, I love Anderson. Of course. How could you not love Anderson? And, and you know, part of you get over things by making jokes. And I'm not going to fault anyone for making a joke about anything. Right. If it's a joke, is a joke. I'm not going to say this joke is inappropriate off or off limits. That's not, I'm not the joke police. Right. I personally didn't want to make a joke because the guy was screaming in agony. Right. I mean, even Ariel Hawani tweeted, the guy's screaming in agony. And I, I felt kind of bad. I was like, eh. Of course. Dude, that was brutal. It was brutal. And as soon as you heard it, you know his leg broke. No, oh, it was that. Was, I had that the stereo was, up in the house, and you heard a, and I was like, his leg's broken. It was, yeah. People, everyone like. My wife was like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah. It was like people were watching two girls, one cup for the first time. You know the reaction? <laughs> oh. It was that same. Good, I didn't screw up that as bad as the other one. I couldn't remember human centipede. I don't know. And then people were like, watch number two. And that's what people were saying. I guess it's a human centipede. You know what that, have you seen that movie, Human no, Centipede? I know all about it, though. Oh, man. I haven't anyway, seen it. Yeah, it was, it's. Uh, it's required uh, viewing. It should be a middle school required viewing. But <laughs> right. the other big fight, I mean, a lot of big fights, but they're Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate. Ronda Rousey, that was the best I've ever seen her look. 
I mean, she looked awesome. She fought well too. No, no, no Ronda <laughs> Rousey. I mean, not only she, I mean, her judo was insane. Dude, she tossed her around. I've never seen hip toss slams, like slams at the same time. It was one of the most beautiful displays of throwing I've ever seen. And I had to throw my rag afterward. No, no, it was, (laughs) I mean, it was. Your sock. Yeah, it was insane. It it was a wow. I mean, at the same time, you know, everybody that kind of knew anything about fighting, especially uh, Tyron Woodley, he was actually uh, live tweeting from the UFC Thing. He was like, was "What he, is Misha Tate?" No, no, because he had the <laughs> UFC uh, on their Twitter handle, right. and he was like, "What is she thinking? Why does she keep locking up?" Why I, I was does thinking this sounds like stay, stick on the outside and stick to your game plan of punching. Why does she keep meet? shooting? And that's the thing. It's like Misha Tate. I don't know. I mean, she's got great wrestling. Uh, you know, she was uh, really good, high level grappling. But when you get a girl like Ronda Rousey, who is so strong, she's strong like a guy, and so like when we, I had Jake Ellenberger, the 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 the, yeah. the week that you weren't here, uh, the weeks actually, or the months, <laughs> the, the the four years that you haven't shut up. Jake Ellenberger was telling me that Ronda Rousey took him down in practice, and I'm like, this guy walks around Ellenberger at 180, 175, maybe 190, all muscle. He's ranked top five in the UFC men's division at 170. And he's saying that a 135-pound girl tossing is tossing them in practice. Uh, when that happens, I'm like, whoa. Like, it's all about using leverage and all Jesus. that. Yeah, she's strong. Strong as hell. Look great. At the same time, you gotta, we got to talk about her attitude. Which Dude, I don't like it. I a lot of people honest. don't I like gotta it. Be You're I mean, not that, the only one. Well, I know. You heard the crowd. They were booing. I mean, like, because Misha was like, all right, let's squash it. She's, you know, she tried to shake her hand. And she just dissed her. And I don't know that she said, that, like, you basically spit on my family or whatever. I'm not going to. Yeah, gonna, first of all, what did she say about her hand. family? Like, I have no I, idea. I know that I Ronda Rousey's that. father passed away, which is awful. Um, and, you know, she, she's had a tough upbringing. I don't know what Misha Tate said. I wish she would have told us what she said about her family. Because it, it didn't make any sense, the whole, that, whole, that whole thing. Was it her legitimate family or her friends that she calls her family? Right. But also... You know, there's, there's a lot of things that are going it's on. Because where, of what she was saying about Edmund. When, about, was it about Edmund, Edmund, the trainer? I mean, it was. It's part of a show, and, and she was saying things about 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 Misha too, and 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 Ronda, Ronda won. And the thing is, is that everyone's like Ronda is so good for the sport, and, and you know, brings so many. She does bring a lot of eyeballs to the sport. She's obviously taking women's MMA to a whole new level. At the same time, if I have a daughter, which I don't know of, but let's say I do have a daughter, and we're watching that. And the daughter's like, wow, I want to be like Ronda Rousey, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, she doesn't shake the girl's hand and walks away and goes, I like hearing booze. I'm probably going to be like, maybe you, should, maybe, right. maybe you shouldn't go into women's MMA. That, this is the way people act. Now, I'd rather my daughter be gracious in defeat than arrogant in victory. Yeah. And, you know, I think it was all about Misha. I don't think that's how Ronda really is. That's the thing is that... No, I think it's, it's her hatred for Misha for, Tate. For Misha Tate because when she, fought, when she fought Liz Kermouche, she wasn't like that. Uh, she's fighting Sarah McMahon. I don't think she's going to have that attitude. When, when she fought other girls, she didn't... Sarah Kaufman, she wasn't like that. She, right. was, she didn't say, I want to embrace the booze. Now we, got, now, we do have to think, is this a good strategy for Ronda Rousey, being that she wants to be a, a, a movie star as well? Because if Ronda Rousey is going to be in, in the Expendables and the Fast and the Furious and want to have other movies, am I going to want to pay $10 to see a girl who's not an actress, who's becoming an actress, who, who's, who's telling everyone to F off? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, 
and, and she's got so much. There's so much upside to her being a good sport. Yeah, she's a good. If she sport. was a good sport, I mean, she'd be she'd be the Michael Jordan of women's MMA. And she could be on Dancing with the Stars when she retires, or she could have a her the Ronda Rousey the show. Or, <laughs> yeah, she could. Have, there's so much upside to her being a good sport, and there's so little downside. And she already won. She went out. She looked great. She performed like a maniac. She, she was th- hip-tossing. She, she won the fight. She kicked ass. There was no need for her right, not to So let me ask hand. you this. So w- would you say that a lot of that responsibility would lay, lay on the shoulders of the management or the people that are around her? Yes. Tell her, like, like, look, you are fantastic at what you do, and you'll, you know, we want these endorsements, blah, 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 blah. You need to be a better sport about it. Um, stop, you know, flicking people off. I do. I think William Morris, her agency, um, her manager, her PR person, but a girl like Ronda Rousey not gonna listen to is so stubborn. Right. And you, you don't get to be that good without having a hard head <laughs> and being stubborn and doing what you think that you want to do. So that's the thing is that you're. Yeah, but talking, at some point. If I, if I was her manager, I would say, listen, Ronda, you have the looks, you have the talent, people love you, you're hot, you're an amazing fighter, you got everything going. There's no need to try to be the heel right. of you MMA. Could be, you could be the total package. The one piece that's missing is humility. You get that humility, you're the total package. And that's the thing. is that you, Right now, you're is 9 that, out of 10. And she's pissing off a lot of athletes, too, because look at people's tweets. Like, the guys in MMA were like, not even like guys like Tim Kennedy, Ronda, you know, not cool. Ty, Tyrone, uh, Tyrone Woodley, really, Ronda? People right. are like, dude, the sport is bigger than Ronda Rousey. The sport is bigger than everybody. Sports have been going on forever. And... The greatest fighters in the world, and all and all athletes in the world, the 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 Muhammad Ali's, the the Joe Frazier's, the the Joe Lewis's, the Anderson Silva's, the Randy Couture's, the the Fedor's. After a fight, they would shake hands. It's just the way it goes. They right. would, you know, they well, would. Well, Chael Sonnen, Chael Sonnen, oh, you know, he could, he's easy to not like. Yeah. But he's amusing. Oh, he's a, he's, a, well, he's a different level, though. Yeah, he's, he's a different level, but, I mean, he can be the heel, but everybody loves him anyway. Because he does it with a with, grain with of salt. The, with with a, a tongue-in-cheek or whatever. Cheek. This is just, like, straight-up anger and bitterness. <laughs> yeah, this is just craziness. Anyway, uh, we have a great show. Uh, we have Diego Sanchez on the show. The dream. As well as Hector Lombard. <laughs> I wish I had something funny to say about that guy. I'm scared. Thank you guys for, uh, for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. Okay, so right now we are on the phone with Diego Sanchez. Diego, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm just uh, just hanging out, just waiting for you guys to call uh, in between <laughs> practices right now, and just feeling good, man. My weight's down, and I'm excited to get started on 2014. Yeah, nice. man. Uh, Diego, hey, I just so you know, like I actually. I didn't even know you were following MMA Roasted until one day out of nowhere you were like, hey man, you make me laugh every single day. Just don't make fun of me too much. Diego Sanchez. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, I've been a fan of yours forever. I mean, since, since the first oh, time. Oh, no, no, you got some, you got some good chicks up your sleeve, man. You had me, you've given me some good laughs. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, man. Well, you've, uh, you know, you've been very entertaining yourself. Um, you've had more fight of the nights than anybody else in the U for more fight of the years than anybody else in the entire UFC. That's which, crazy. Which is, uh, he, he, you're a straight up savage, man. You're an animal. He's <laughs> damn warrior. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, man. Um, now, now you're fighting, you're, you're uh, fighting miles jury coming up. Uh, he's undefeated. Uh, what are your, what are your, uh, plans for that? I mean, is, 
What's uh, with my thoughts on it? Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on Miles Jury is um, the kid's tough, man. He's um, you know any anybody that's undefeated, they're undefeated for a reason. And um, so with that in mind, you know I have I've, I've taken a look at his tapes and I've I've seen his strengths, I've seen his weaknesses, and I feel like he excels in the same areas that I excel, but um, I'm just a little bigger, stronger, and wiser, and uh, that's gonna be the difference in this fight. Is it, is it going to be a, like one of your typical crazy wars that, that like you've been in, or are you going to fight a more tactical fight? Or you know, I, I to be honest, I I think the guy's going to try to run, run, run. So you know, unfortunately, you know, not every fight's going to be as great as the last one. You have to have the the opponent to um, to to have those type of fights. You have to have the right type of person, and uh, I don't think that that. Uh, that, that this guy is gonna go in there and, and try to fight me. He um, he trains with one of my old trainers that I used to train with um, back in San Diego. Right. Tony Powell. So if, if, if you know Tony, Tony's a smart guy, and and Tony's gonna tell him like, look, man, you're not gonna be able to knock this guy out. Like, don't get your hopes up on knocking him out. You need to just try to like win on points and stick and move. And so I'm expecting that, and I'm also expecting for him to try to take me down. He's excelled in all his fights by taking people down. He dominated Anthony um, Michael Johnson by taking him down and right. and um, using his jiu-jitsu. So I I, 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 see, I see him going to his strength and and also trying, but also trying to to play play uh, the points game. So I got some I got some tricks up my sleeve, and I think that um, once he gets hit by one of my big power shots, uh, things could change. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing, man. You've taken, you've been in so many wars. Do you ever like get nervous that like, man, I, I'm just taking too many punches, or does that ever? You know what? I I, I don't. I, I really I don't. I've never had any concussions in my entire career, and so with with that, you know, like I I, I feel good. I, I, even the guys at, at 70, you know, I I I face some heavy hitters like Jake Ellenberger and. And Martin Catman and Koscheck and I, at seventy, I felt like you know the guys hit a lot harder than the guys at fifty five. Right. And when I went down to fifty five, you know, opposed to walking into uh, BJ Penn's um, overhand right, you know, I I, I I came in real fast into that punch. But besides that, you know, no one else has even um, I've never even felt any of the punches at fifty five. Who, 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 who was the guy that hit you the hardest? You know, Gilman Melendez, he got me with a good elbow up against the cage that cut my that cut my eye. It was a good Muay Thai elbow, but did it daze me or jar me? Or, or, or did I feel a little, like, a little buzz? No, nothing. Not in the whole fight. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like he had me injured at all. Out of all, the, out of all the guys you fought, who do you think hit the hardest? Uh, I get asked that one. Um, well, obviously, the only time that I've um, that I've been out was uh, with DJ Penn, and and that was that one shot that was was really hard. And then he hit me with the uh, accumulation of shots after that that was you know was hard to recover from um, when he was going for the finish. But um, you know, I, I don't necessarily think he hits the hardest. I think probably the hardest hitter that, uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd have to probably give it to Koscheck. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to say Ellenberger. You know, yeah, I thought Ellenberger too. Ellenberger 
I mean, yeah, or two, you know, I think the hardest hit I've been hit with was by Koscheck, um, because I remember, you know, having a little, like a little, feeling a little, little buzz from it, and he, and he, he hit me on the jaw and, and cut my lip, and, and I would say that was probably the hardest hit that I, that I had, aside from this fight that I fought in King of the Cage, where I fought this guy, Renee Kronwold, and Renee Kronwold hit me with, uh, he was a Denmark kickboxer, and this dude hit me with a combination, and I had a lazy lip for like five months. <laughs> I, mean, I couldn't kiss. I, 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 I looked all retarded. Like, you know, I, I, he, he gave me nerve damage. Fortunately, you know, it came back. You know, like the nerves came back. But yeah, no, I've, I've, I've taken a couple, I've taken a couple hard hits in my fight, in my fight career, but I don't feel like I, you know, look like some of those guys who get knocked out real bad. Or you know, I, I feel like I've been, I've been good, been good with all that. I have, I have a question that you've never been asked. So you used to work at UPS, correct? Yeah. Um, <laughs> now when you were, what can Brown do you, for you? Now when you were delivering packages, did you ever have like a milf that was like, hey, come in, and then you like totally like banged her? Uh, no, 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 no. I just worked in the warehouse, oh. so I was with, I just with all the all the crazy uh, UPS loaders and unloaders and. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I give it up to those guys. I did it for one year, and that was one of the hardest jobs I ever done. And I, of course, I was training twice a day while doing it. But still, man, that was for some tough labor in the hot summers. He's like, and man, so I all you guys out there, my hats off to you guys. You know, thank you for. <laughs> you'd, rather, the box, you'd rather get punched the and kicked in the head than than throw boxes on a truck. <laughs> Don't throw the boxes. I'm not saying I never threw no boxes. No, I'm just saying. Speaking, speaking of you throwing boxes, like I heard after the Ultimate Fighter, you went back to Albuquerque and you were just banging every <laughs> woman in Albuquerque. Like you were just Here going, we go. you were going to town, and uh, and then you got kind of sidetracked from partying too much. Can you please elaborate on this? Uh, no, not, not at all. No, I was always just been very selective. Um, you know very selective in, in, in my relationships. And I, you know, I fell in love a couple of times, but, um, you know, for 20 minutes at a time, you know, I, you know, God blessed me with a really good woman. And so now I'm all settled down and, and married and, and doing the family thing. And, and it's the best thing. And it's the best thing ever, you know, it's, it's that, a challenge in itself, but it's it's all worth it for the kids and the family. When you settled down with the family and the kids and all that, is that when you became the dream? As opposed to the nightmare. Um, somewhat, yes, yes, somewhat, somewhat. The but the nightmare. See, the nightmare was the nightmare in the cage, but the nightmare had became the nightmare out of the cage also. So you know, that's when I had to make the change because I got a little bit out of control. I got a little bit out of control, like you said, with the partying and stuff. Um, and I, you know, I, I just, I, I fell into a lie, man, a lie of, you know, that. Partying it up is the lifestyle to live, and 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 it's not, man. It doesn't get you anywhere, but but down and and down and back. It's it's fun when you're doing it, but um, you know, it's you can't you can't you can. That's like you know, twice a year, you know, hang out, you know, celebrate. Celebrations are great, you know, family, especially family celebrations. But now, you know, like- if you're doing it the way I was doing it, I was, you know going out for a month 
after every fight, you know, and just going big and going hard after I. Now, what does that? Now, now, what does that entail? Now, yeah, what does that exactly mean? Like you were going. I mean, I mean, no disrespect. I, I, I just really want to know. Like, what exact does that mean? You were like, was that cocaine and alcohol or? No, it's just that's just uh, that's just going hard. It's just you know you're you're going out. You know you're going to Vegas. You know and you're staying there for five days. You know and you're going out every night and. And and you're drinking heavy and, and you know and my thing was I smoked a lot of weed like a lot of weed and and um, some people you know like Joe Rogan say weed's not bad for you but for me it wasn't good for me you know and it led to to combine with alcohol it really led to some bad decisions and wow and um, you know I learned I learned my lesson and I, I cleaned my act up. Were you getting into like street fights at all like out in the clubs or? Oh, I've been in plenty of street fights in my in my day, even 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 in 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 my UFC UFC days. I've been in some street fights, but not too many, not too many, not too many. Everybody was everybody. I, you know what? I've always been cool, and I've always believed in what Bruce Lee said. You know, like you know, the best fight, the 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 best way to fight is to not fight at all, and 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 that's you're, you're winning. And so I've always believed in that, but yeah, of course, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it gets crazy and right. you got to throw it down. Now, I, but, I, remember, uh, I remember back in the day, you, you've always had the best uh, uh, ring entrances. I mean, I remember back, you either, uh, well, you either had like the meanest face you know, I've yeah, ever his seen. mean faces were ridiculous. Unbelievable. I mean, Ronda Rousey has nothing on your mean faces, by the way. I mean, you are the original, or you had the Tony Robbins, yet, you know, you were listening to Tony. Are, are you still into Tony Robbins at all, or...? Oh, not so, not so much. But uh, you know, I, I learned a lot from Tony Robbins. I learned a lot, and and he, you know, I, I got some good wisdom from his conferences, and uh, they were very motivating and everything. But um, yeah, no, no, I, I I love I love all that, man. I love the the, the walk down to the cages, classic, and and I was just thinking about that when I was watching the fight on Saturday. I was watching Anderson Silva come out, and I was like, man. He got the best song. I'm like, that is so classic. That song is just like the best UFC walkout song. And before him, Chuck Liddell used to have the best walkout song. And now he, nobody really has the best walkout. Matt Hughes had a good one, but you know, I mean, a song that gets you like pumped, but like you know, like a like a calm, like a good pumped. But uh, I was like, man, I need to find me a good one. You know, I'm always coming out to different songs that that feel right for the moment in time. But uh, what are you gonna yeah, come out to uh, next? Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. Uh, I, I, I'm real big into like old school, old school hip hop. Right. Like, the old school, the like really like the like 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 jam on it and like breakdancing music. I like that type <laughs> of music. From Nucleus. Uh, yeah, get me in my break dancing rhythm. Um, that way I could break dance in the cage. Did you used to break dance? Huh? Did yeah. I used to break? No, I didn't. I never. I never break dance, but I, I do it now a little bit. I, it, as part of my training, it's part of my training that I do now. I, I found this wrestling coach that that teaches me break dancing with my wrestling. He was a break dancer, so a lot of the moves come from break dancing and. <laughs> So like it, it's a really cool style. It really applied to me because I was always a scrambler anyway. I just like move and move, 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 move. Never stop, never stop, never stop. Move, 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 move. Never stop, never stop, never stop. And 
you know, I, I, I think, yeah, I work very hard to get myself in condition, but I also think that, that God has blessed me with, with a natural good conditioning because I don't see guys like me. I don't see guys like me that, that as the, usually the, the opposite, you know, the fight goes on and they start getting tired. They start getting slower. You know, they start moving less. And I'm the opposite. You get your second you know, win. Like as the fight keeps going, I wish I could have all five-round fights because I'm, by the end of the third round, most of the time, I have the momentum and I'm going in a, in a, in a good, positive direction to where I've already almost broke. I mean, Jake Ellenberger, yeah. um, Melendez, you know, some of my losses that I had, I mean, you know, even, even in the tournament fight, you know, like – People who said that was controversial, but even in the countless fight, you know, I had, I, 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 with the will, with the will, the inner will that I have, and the cardio and the conditioning and the strong chin that I have, I could break these guys mentally, and they're like, you know, eventually they kind of start to give up a little bit, and like they're like, oh, he's a breath, and I'm still coming, oh, he's still coming, oh, this guy's nuts. You know, <laughs> no, I, I absolutely. I mean, the Jake Ellenberger fight is a classic example. I think of that. I mean, you definitely had the momentum in the third. Do you think maybe um, you should maybe start a little? Does it, sometimes do you look back and be like, oh man, I, I wish I would have done more in the, in the first round and some of your fights that I try, I try to tell myself that I'm like, okay, you only have one round. Uh, I try to tell myself that, and you know, sometimes it's just you know it. You're fighting. I've been fighting the top guys for a while, so you know it's it just it just depends, you know. Right. Like, like Gilbert Melendez. I, I, you know, I, I gave it my all in that fight. I, I thought it was a draw. You know, some yeah. guys, you know. I thought so too. That was the best fight I've ever seen. I, I, I was going to say that 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 has my nomination for a fight of the year. No, that fight is like the deck of like the century. That was that was unbelievable. That was ridiculous. By the way, Ben Askren said that was the most boring fight he's ever seen. Just so you know. <laughs> Ben Askins. You know, there, there might be some, there might be some better fights out there, but I'll tell you this: what made that fight amazing was that I had a huge three-inch gash on my eye, and I brought out the localness, and and and, and dude, I just was like a Terminator, you know, and, and and the guys, I'm like, okay, you know, you can't hurt me. Come on, let's do this, let's go, you know, and you're gonna run. Or you're gonna go and come on, come on, try to finish me. You know? No, that gas was huge. I thought, and, I thought and, Gilbert was going to try to have sex with you. Right. And, and, and and that's what that's what made you know that's what made the, you 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 bite your nails and get out of your seat and you're like, oh holy shit, this guy's nuts. And you know that's the thing. And so you know, I hope that me and Gilbert will get a fight again. I hope. I, I believe without a doubt. Yeah, we will meet up again. Oh, dude, that would I be, really do. That would be a huge rematch. Now, some of the other guys you said that you wanted to fight were uh, Nate Diaz, correct? Yeah, he's he's next on my list. So, so I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out and take care of this guy, Miles Jury, in, in, in dominant fashion. You know, I'm I'm sure he's gonna hear that and it's gonna make him want to train harder. But I'm 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 coming hard for this fight, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put him down. I'm gonna put him down and out, and. And then I want Nate Diaz, you know, because, you know, I've tried so hard to to pick a fight with this guy. And, and like, come on, man, like, do it for your bigger brother, you know, avenge the loss for your family. You're like, come on. Like, you know, the guy, he's, he's swinging from Gilbert Melendez's nuts. Like, I tried so hard to pick a fight with this guy. He won't even respond to me. This guy, he's scared. He's so, because he knows, he, he knows, he knows, 
You know, look at your best. How do you think the Nate Diaz fight would go? I mean, do you think you would knock him out in the first, or? No, I think that you know, I I I think it would be a good fight. I think I, I respect the Diaz brothers, both of them. They're 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 down ass fighters, just like me, and that's why I want to fight. I want to fight a down ass fighter like me, one that's not scared, yeah. and that's why I like him, and that's why I want to fight him. But uh, as far as prediction, you know, I wouldn't want to say how I would how I would beat him. But yeah, so I think if I fight, I think it would. I think me and him possibly could go. You know. I, we could go like five rounds. Like we can go probably like ten rounds. You know, I just think it'll be a be a really really good fight because they're tough, man. They're really tough. Like if you, if uh, let's just say that uh, Nate Diaz was listening right now and you wanted to call him out, what would you say to him right now? Let's do this, man. Come on, man. Sell it, man. Get him angry. This is what I would say. Stop using the bullshit ranking system as an as an excuse. See, this guy's using the bullshit ranking system as an excuse when he just got knocked out by Josh Thompson, you know, recently. You know, I've never been knocked out. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been around since day one. I've been, I've, I was the old first ultimate fighter. I've been fighting good guys for a long time. No one submitted me. No one finished me. And, and, and it's like, dude, I'm here. You know, if, whether I'm not in the ranking system or not, it don't matter. You know, I'm here. I, I, I'm I'm in the steep five pound division, and I'm here. I just took it to the number number three guy, who I think is the number one guy. And, and just because I'm not on those rankings, this guy wants to duck me when he knows this is the fight the fans want. This is the fight everybody wants. Everybody wants to see me fight little Nate Diaz because you know it's like, come on, it makes sense. It's the best fight. Who else is he gonna fight? All right, he ain't gonna fight Khabib. Khabib's fighting Gilbert. Um, who else are you going to fight? There ain't no one else. You know, give her Masvidal, right? No, oh, no, Masvidal's on a loss. I'm, I'm waiting. I think this is what he says. I'm going to wait till I can get my title shot with Anthony Pettis. Like, bro, dude, it's, and, and you, you, you're not freaking Floyd Mayweather. Come on, man. You're Nate Diaz. You know, you just got rocked. You got beat by Josh Thompson. He's ahead of you. What makes sense? Diego Sanchez makes sense. You know, I didn't get my ass kicked by Gilbert Melendez. You know, I, I we went toe to toe, blow for blow, and I dropped him. I put him out. He was out for a minute. He didn't put me out. Right. He didn't put me out. So, so you know, the, there we go. There we go. Like uh, I'm in the I'm in the mix. I'm in the mix of 155. Whether all those guys at 155 want me to be or not, because the reason being is the ranking system, and I'm not high up on the ranking system. So they're like, oh no, that's the most dangerous most risky fight I can take is Diego Sanchez. Which is crazy and, because you, know, you finally stopped stop getting high in like, person and now you're not high in the rankings. It's bullshit. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a little young guy. And then there's Conor McGregor. You, I know you guys don't want to hear about Conor McGregor. No, this I want to hear guy, about Conor McGregor. Oh, my God. Now, according this to, this Con- is, now, according to Conor McGregor... Yeah, according to Conor this, McGregor said he would, he would whip your fat ass easy. That's 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 not my this, those aren't my words. This Connor. guy is delusional. He thinks he's the goat. He thinks he's the greatest of all time. It's like you know what, dude? Like prove your shit, man. Dude, yeah, how, you many, fight, how many fights does he have? You know what? Matt Farley is what nineteen, twenty years old. Maybe I don't even know if he's twenty-one. I don't even know if he can buy a beer. <laughs> he's, the guy, he's Irish. He's been getting he, drunk for a minute. No, Max Holloway. Somebody. Oh, and Max he's Holloway. He's fight you on uh, two weeks' notice. Like and and you and you, and you don't kick his ass and you're thinking that you're the goat. You're not the goat. I don't care whether your knee is hurt or not. Like, 
So he, the guy, he, he he's not he's not cool in my book. He's he's just not cool, you know. And 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 I had to end it, man. When he when he pulled out a little fat joke, talking shit, calling me fat, I'm like, all right, you know what, dude? This guy, bro, this guy has issues. He's gonna he's gonna figure out he's gonna figure out he's gonna go through life. He's gonna get some lessons in life, and eventually the shit's gonna catch it up to him. It's gonna catch. It's going to catch up to him hard. And if it's me that, that catches up to him, so be it. I would love to be the one. But, you know, I, I'm pretty sure UFC knows, you know, like they don't want this guy to get crushed yet. Like, they want to. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, you, you guys have been going back and forth. You said that you were going to beat his ass at the Fighter Summit if you see him. Oh, I. I he, yeah, he, he, he brought it out of me. He brought a little bit. See, he brought the street fighter out of me because that's my core. I before I was, before I was a, before, before I, before I was a mixed martial artist, I was a street fighter. And that's where I learned to fight was, was street fighting. And yeah, I was a great wrestler too, but I, I became a fighter in the streets, you know, wanting to test myself after my wrestling career was done with. And so I know what, I, what I'm capable of. And I know I, all weight classes aside. I don't. I, that's where my best moments of fighting, that I, where I did the most awesome stuff, was in street fights. And I, 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 I'm against street fighting now because I'm blessed and I'm lucky that I never got stabbed or shot because it could have happened plenty of times. But. So I tell the kids, you know, don't street fight, you know. Right. But when I say street fight, I mean street fight as a mentality, as a style of all over the top, over the edge, you know, that switch where, you know, when you're in a street fight, you don't got all, you don't got all night to dance around and play toe-to-toe, dancey-dancey, you know. There might be another guy coming up behind you with a, with a baseball bat, or the cops might be coming, or, you know, some guy might, you know, pull out a gun. You don't know, so you better right. take care of business quick. So, okay, so, so so let's say that you just whoop uh, Miles Jury, right? Let's say you beat Miles Jury, and then the UFC says, you know what, Conor McGregor, you know, you, you talk to talk, you're going to fight Diego Sanchez. What happens during this fight? I don't know, man. I don't know if, if, if I don't know if, I don't know, dude. Honestly, he, I just, I don't, I, he has to at least beat somebody. Like that, he beat that one guy. That was that like his UFC debut or something? And like he had, you know, he he beat one guy, but like the guy needs to at least beat somebody with a name, even a lower level name. You know, like the guy has to beat somebody. Period. So you don't like, think? So you don't think Connor deserves at, it? Look fight. at all the guys. Look at all the top guys in the 145 pound division. There's so many guys. Look at Dustin Poirier. Like. Hey, like this guy's trying to be all on the greatest, but there's guys like Dustin Poirier out there. That, those guys are good. There's guys like my cup, my my teammate Cub Swanson, you know, that are up there, mm-hmm. you know. And then there's guys like like uh, Mendes is is a monster, you know. There's there's a bunch of monsters in my division, and that's why I'm just like, dude, you want to come up a division, and you're not even you haven't even beat a monster in your own division. You want to come up and challenge a monster in this division. Good point. That makes sense. It makes it makes total sense to me. Uh, and you know, I don't understand why he's calling out people that are fighting a 170. It's a, and he, and he's. <laughs> I already called a Cormier he, last week. Guy, it doesn't make any this sense. Guy, this guy really believes his own hype. He's 
he's he he hasn't been humbled yet, you know, and 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 been good for him. But like, dude, you know what? Even though the guy has losses, I can see if the guy was undefeated, you yeah. know, he has losses to nobodies, <laughs> and he, and he still believes his own hype. So to me, I'm like, this guy's delusional. And he's like, this shit, like saying that I'm stuttering and shit, dude. Sometimes you know when you're excited and you just freaking went. Round for round in one of the greatest fights of all time, and you're pumped and excited. Come on, bro. You might be stuttering, too. Yeah, no, I stutter on a daily basis. I, that's all I do is stutter, and I haven't fought anybody, except for some guy in my elevator. Uh, but <laughs> He lost a tooth for But anyway, we got it. Uh, but, uh, I'm not a professional public speaker. I'm a professional ass kicker. That's what I do. And you do a very good job of it, uh, Diego. You are a legend. You, you know, you're the ultimate fighter one winner. You, have, did you ever think that you would get this far? Yeah, yeah, I always knew I was going to be champion, and I, I still still know I'm going to be champion. I'm, this is my year, 2014. I'm coming, and um, like I said, you know, people, they, they, you know what? The fighters, they know. You know, like Anthony Perez, Josh Thompson, those are some of the top guys. They know what's up, bro. They're, they're, they're trying to blame whatever that sucks. He's old. He's overwashed up. He's overrated. He, um, what? Oh, oh I'm, I'm not on the top 10. Oh, he's not even top 10. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, those guys know what's up. And, and, and you know what? They respect me and they know what's up, bro. They know what I bring to the table. All of them. All of the top 155 pounders. Absolutely, man. Like you, uh, every one of them. Well, hey, man, it was an honor for you to be on the show. Thank you, Diego. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, man. got it, and it was a good time being with you guys. You guys, you know, you guys try to get me all pumped up and excited and everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's all good. I, I want, um, I want, I want, I want Nate Diaz. That's the one. That's the next one. I think it, I think it has to go down like that because I take out Nate Diaz, and then I'm the only guy to beat both brothers. And I think that's a part of history that needs to go down. If he's scared, he's scared, and he don't want to do it. You know, he, he, that, that's probably the smartest decision on his part because he got momentum and he knows that I whooped that ass. Because you know, anybody that beats your bigger brother, you're scared of them because like that's your bigger brother. You know, he's the one that. Like, <laughs> well, uh, well, Nick already lost a random drug test too. Um, but uh, but yeah, absolutely, man, you're. Diego, I like anytime you want to come on, you have a, a permanent even if you want to have the Diego Sanchez rant. Yeah, we'd love to make you a part of the show, man. Because uh because I do need to rant sometimes and I will start ranting and I do go into my little rant. So, you know, uh, maybe we might have to do that because I, I, I don't deny my rants. I do go on the rants. I get excited <laughs> and I do go on the rants and I try to get it all out and you know, I'm doing my best at that. Well you do a great job, man. Well take care and have a happy new year, brother. Okay. Happy New Year. Tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, Happy New uh, Year, brother. You know, I'm going to be 32, and it's, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good year. Happy birthday, Happy buddy. birthday, man. Later. Later. Well, that was Diego Sanchez. Uh, Interesting guy. Very shy. Yeah. Um, what, but <laughs> Diego, what... what I, I love Diego Sanchez. I, I could listen to that guy. I could watch that guy fight. That guy, you know, he's, he's all, all emotion. It's refreshing to have a guy who's all, he does not care. He just, 
He's a fighter, and man. And very humble, too. If you... he, well, I mean, you know what? You know what, though? I mean, he, for a guy... I, I no, mean, I like it, though. He's, he's earned that way. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. Has anybody else put on as many, you know... The, wars. The wars between, you know, Clay Guida and, and, and Gober Melendez... And Ellenberger. And Ellenberger and the Martin Campman. And you just you go through Diego Sanchez's whole thing of who... The guy's not bound... GS, uh, you know, not GSP, uh, BJ Penn. You look at the guys he's fought... What he's accomplished. So if anybody deserves to say, "Look, I'm a fighter," it's Diego Sanchez because that guy, that guy is a fighter. I mean, he's 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 everything. When I think of a, if I was going to war, I, pick, one, I would want Diego Sanchez. Hell yeah, on my team. You know, Jesus, he's all heart. He's, I mean, he's got obviously skill and everything else, and wrestling and striking and kicking and jujitsu. But but heart is, his, I think, his, his, biggest, his, his biggest asset. Yeah. The guy's heart. Holy cow. Okay, so we have Hector Lombard on the podcast right now. Happy holidays, Hector Lombard. Hey, happy, happy New Year, <laughs> man. So, Hector, uh, Hector, I know you were in Australia recently, and uh, you ran into Bisbing again, correct? Yeah, I, I ran to that guy again. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? Didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to, but you know, um, he came for the UFC. He always came for all those stuff. Did you say hello to and, him? Uh, or? No, I didn't. Oh. Did but he, <laughs> he came. He came back again, and uh, and I, oh, here you go again. Did, did you shake his hand? <laughs> I didn't want to, but um, he's sort of like he was you know, in my face, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, should I punch him or should I just walk away? Jeez. But, you know what I mean? I, I think twice. I think I think twice. I thought, oh, you know, let me be, let me be a, a good boy here. And uh, so when you know when you know I say oh, should I punch you or should I squeeze your hands? Well, what I should do? And he's ah oh, no whatever. So okay, right, let me squeeze your hands again anyway. So I squeeze it. He was ready. He was ready this time though. I, I can't tell you as much. He was. He was prepared. So he was prepared. So you squeeze. So you squeeze his hand. And then what did he what did he do? Oh, you know when you know when you know when the guys are prepared, like they know you're gonna squeeze the hand. Oh, he like braced himself this time. He's trying to squeeze back. He went went just right at the end, you know what I mean? Like you know, he didn't give me a a soft chick hands, you know what I mean? It was like it was like uh how can I explain that to you? Well, last time he made a funny face. Yeah. Did he make a funny face this time? This time he didn't. Oh. He was ready. Oh, he was ready. <laughs> he was practicing his like no no making face skills. Wow. Oh he man. Was, he was. No, he was all ready for for the woods. Yeah, so he braced himself. So you, you didn't get a chance to so, see him make a funny face. No, yeah, yeah. He, he was expecting the pain anyway. So I mean, like. 
I don't, I don't know how to explain to you. It's okay. No, I, I, I appreciate the story. I was looking forward to hearing what happened. I, I remember we talked briefly last time, and you, and you started to tell I me. Think it's, the, the main thing is I still squeezed even if he was ready. You know? <laughs> I was because I remember I had called you last week, and, and and then we got the wrong time. But you started telling me that you, you, I ran into your friend Bisbing, and I squeezed his hand again. And then for the last week, all I kept thinking was what happened when you squeezed his hand. So uh, thank you for letting me know what happened because I was I was it was bothering me all week. I mean, it be hard to explain to you, the, you know what. Um, what really happened there? Because you wasn't there. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, but um, um, you know when you know when you're ready and you still gonna get beat up, you know, no matter where, and you know the fight or I mean, like playing a game or whatever, you you ready, you ready, but you still getting. You're still getting it. You're still gonna get your ass whooped. Yeah, yeah. No, no matter what you do, I, I've been in those situations when I was wrestling. That like, no matter what I did, I knew the guy was gonna take me down. He was the guy was that much better than me. So yeah, it was it was it was like it was like that. Like he knew that I was squeezing it, <laughs> and I did it. Maybe he'll learn his lesson next time. He'll just put out his fist to fist bump. Yeah, next time he he'll he'll exactly he'll try to bump your fist. Now uh, now Hector, you got a big fight coming up against Jake Shields. Um, now are you? Are you ready for this? Are, are you excited? I mean, what's, I remember last time you kept asking me to ask you about Jake Shields, and you're going to take him, uh, and now you get to take him. Uh, will you tell us what your thoughts about that fight? Um, I'm ready uh, for the. I mean, I, 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 how can I spend this? This guy's just gonna come. This guy's just gonna come to uh, to hug me. I mean, like it's a big hugger. You can't, you, you can't, you got I can't allow to to his hugger to hug me. I'm gonna like have, have to keep the distance and you know punch him up from from the outside. I know that he's prepared for it, but um, I'm gonna be prepared for. Uh, no, uh, for for this guy just trying to hug me the whole fight. Yeah, no, I mean that's the thing. It's, it seems that uh, Jake Shields some, sometimes like he like he he beat Damian Maya. It was kind of a kind of a boring fight, but he he seems to be very good at. At uh, at grappling at, at American Jiu Jitsu, that seems to be his specialty. Is this sort of like? Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, definitely not what uh, made the fight boring. Oh, I mean, what else he what else he be gonna do? So you're gonna knock you're you're, you're gonna knock him out. Yeah, I, I he gonna go over there and <laughs> and make the fight boring like he always does. And I can't afford to uh, to um, um, have another boring fight in the UFC again. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the vintage Hector Lombard that was just savage, like just. Well, the last fight, I mean, right. the, Nate Marquardt. You, yeah. I mean, you, you destroyed Nate Marquardt and uh, against Paul Harris. I mean, you you obliterated Paul Harris. Uh, by the way, I, I didn't. I, never thought, I wanted to ask you about that. After Paul Harris got cut, do you think he should have got cut? What What were your thoughts about that? By the way. I mean, I'm an athlete, and uh, and I don't want, and I don't wish, I don't wish the bad to any 
Let's put it this way. Let me let me let me keep it simple. Uh, yeah, I see. I think it should it should be good because he doesn't learn. You know what I mean? Like, right. He's done it twice already. Man, what the hell? Don't don't do it again. Yeah, yeah I he's, he's going to hurt somebody. You've been, breaking, you've been breaking people's bone, man, without when the people tapping. Just, just relax, will you? You know, are you retarded or something <laughs> you know with your brain or something, man? You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Yeah, no. Break. Come on. Seriously? Now, now, now not only are you, doing, are you doing great, a lot of your guys in your camp, I mean, you, uh, Woodley, and uh, Lawler are all, you know, uh, according to Woodley, it's like a race to see who can get to the top first. You guys are just killing it. How do you see the uh, Hendricks Lawler fight going? Yikes. Yeah, well, I haven't done with, uh, with this guy. <laughs> oh, sorry, keep going. Yeah, like <laughs> I think he's very evil, man. You know, a guy like that, you, you, you kind of I don't want these guys just having in, in any other organization. Gotta, gotta keep breaking people's bones, man. Right, Paul Harris. Yeah. Uh, imagine if you fought that guy in the street and there's no one to stop you. Paul Harris? Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't mean, want to fight that guy. I mean, that guy's—he's a maniac. I'm just saying, you're like, all right, all right, I'm done, I'm done. And he's like, no, you're not done until I. And now you're done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I could tell you that the, the, the mean, the mean of how can a person can be so mean and 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 evil? Because I tell you one thing. Sorry that I just cut you off. No, it's okay. But I got to tell one thing, okay? Sure. Did, did I have time for this? You have all time in the one. You're, you're, honestly, you're, you're, you're my favorite guest. I could talk to you forever. Oh. I, I, I feel like I'm the annoying nephew, that, and I'm like, you're my uncle. You're my Cuban uncle uh, that I just keep yeah. asking questions yeah. to. But I, I love having thank you on the show. So, thank you. Um, put it this way. Uh, you will find out, you will find, always find out who is a real, who is a real guy when you became a nail. Not when you hammer, you know, when you hammer up people left and right, when you, when you become a nail, I mean, like when you're a nail, when you're getting beat up left and right, see, if you can keep fighting. Right. Either way it goes. Either way it goes when you're on top. When you're on top of the game, see if you're going to be humble and see if you're going to just keep talking with everyone. Right. I don't know if you what I'm saying here. No, I understand. I, I think, what, you, I think what, you're, what you're saying is that character shows not when you're kicking someone's ass, but when you're getting your ass kicked, how can you come back? How are you going to yeah, respond? That's yeah, what... And, yeah, and then what, what I'm saying with this is that, dude, you know, when you're showing, you, when you, you know, like, when you already beat the guy, just leave it alone, brother. Right. You know what I mean? Like, leave it alone. Don't just, just, Beat him up, the guy still. Just let it go, brother. You know, you really beat him up. Just chill out. Yeah, right. And he, some he, people, people, they just, oh, got the leg. You're really tough. Let me smash it. Let me break it in four pieces. Now, that makes a lot of sense. That's, I mean, but, but, yeah, now, by the way, have you ever been the nail in your life? Because it seems like every fight that you've won... Uh, aside from the guys uh, that you've you've either just beaten on a guy mercilessly, or every fight you lost was a guy became a hugger 
and figured out how to grind you out as a put and just take you down and like hold you there. Have he's, you ever, had never to, been the nail. Ha, have you ever been the nail during a fight? I'm always being a nail. Oh, come on. Who's the hammer? What? I mean, in the, in the way where, you know, I mean, like, and put it this way. <laughs> even when, even when, even when, when I win a fight, I don't make it like a big issue. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's me, like, being. That's being a nail. Going, yeah. Me being. Me being normal. Now I just dive off and you know, just smash the guy and be on top of him and, and if you have a rock, I will throw a rock on him too. No. <laughs> just let leave it alone, man. What did you think of Ronda Rousey last week uh in the UFC after she wouldn't shake Misha Tate's hand? Pretty sure she has her reasons for it. Right. I mean she said that Misha insulted yeah, I mean, her that- family. Put it this way, put it this way. There is no human being, at least if you're really crazy, but there's no being a human being that show, show up every action without an action. Right. So well, what I'm saying with this is like, I, you don't know what, what is behind the scenes, you know what I mean? Like, probably... Nisha Tech, she's been disrespectful to her. Yeah. You know? Like, if you're going to go to the bank and rob the bank, you you don't got to go and rob somebody when, when, when you have money. She's saying there's a, a reason, there's a reason she was being mean. But everyone, she said that Misha was insulting her family. If somebody insulted your family, would you, you wouldn't shake their hand afterwards, huh? What about, what about you? Were you? Uh, someone insulted my family. Well, I insult my own family, uh, but, 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 but no. I, I there are there are times where, uh, like, let's say I'm on stage doing comedy, and I, I've had hecklers before, totally ruin my, try to ruin my show, and then afterwards try to shake my hand and go, hey man, I was kidding, and I was like, no, dude, like, there's no shaking hands. So I, yeah. you know, I was thinking about that, and that would probably be the closest that I've ever come to acting like that. Like, you know what? You know, you didn't play by the rules. You were doing this. We're not shaking hands afterwards, yes. you know? Right, you know? But, you know what? You know what? I can't tell you this. I can't tell you this. The, the, the funny thing is that she's just being real. You know? She's, she's being real. Right? And, but and, you're not sticking up for her because you guys are women, both into, like, judo? And I don't care if she's a winner or no. I don't care if she's a runner. I mean, I love her. Mm. In the in the way that uh, in the way that uh, I'm I'm a fan of her. Wait, you uh, wait, you love Ronda Rousey? Like, no, that I'm in love with her. Oh, you're not in love with her. I'm, oh, you you just love her no, as a no, person. No. But you guys I have trained together. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like I like her personality because what you see is what you get. Right. You know. Right. What 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 you see is what you get. She's mean. But at the same time, she's dedicated. Yeah. And and, uh, and now I don't want to suck it up. I'm not sucking up to her or whatever because I know there's a lot of people there and I'm going to get confused. 
No, but you also have that. You guys both have that judo background. I, now, I, I, I know that for a while it seemed like if you look at the mixed martial arts, it seemed jujitsu and the first UFCs was the dominant martial arts. Then it kind of became wrestling. And now there's a, there's a movement sort of towards judo where judo is kind of making a, I wouldn't say a comeback because it's always been there. But are you, uh, do you, have you been noticing that? That judo seems to be like the, you know. Yeah. Um, is being always the strongest sport for the years. But uh, what I'm saying, I don't know if, I did, uh, the, if it was with you when, when I, was, I was talking to you about it, that I, that I say there's no one that is going to beat Ronda Rousey because she's been training. She's been, she's been doing judo since she was like five years old, lifting bodies and stuff like that. So how how come these all these women they just come from a from a local gym uh, after they're fifteen or whatever and they start training because it's cool? I don't know. Probably she got in, they got involved with the boyfriend and the boyfriend say, oh, you know, I'm doing this, you know, and she, oh yeah, I want to be famous, and then they start doing that and and then and then they want to fight and then they become a little bit famous. It's a different story with Ronda, you know. Ronda, she started when you know, when she was like five or four years old. Yeah. You know, and she didn't. She didn't did it because it was cool. She did it because the mother pushed her. And uh, today she says, "Oh, I'm grateful to my mother," but uh, you know. Um, she says that before she used to hate all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sort of like, sort of like Mayweather back in the days. Like he started off because the father wanted him to be a champion. So who can be Mayweather today? Nobody. No one. Well, because he start, he start, you know, because his father and. Uh, and, um, how did you, you how know, did you start I, by the way? Who got Hector Lombard into fighting? I got myself in the in the, in the It was nothing else where I, where I came from, you know what I mean? Uh, it was it was nothing else. It was just judo and baseball. I hate baseball. <laughs> I'm sorry for you know some baseball fans up there, but kind of I'm like that. Right. Football board and and, and um, all that. So I don't like, I don't like, I never like baseball. And uh, it was just judo and baseball. So I decided to go for judo. Do you, do you miss Cuba at all or no? No. I I don't know that maybe, I, I, I've been, I've been to it's Cuba. Nice weather, but- yeah, I've been to Guantanamo. I've been to Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was I mean, beautiful. I mean, I've been telling a lot of people. I, you know, I, I, I'm saying I'm, I'm Cuban and I love Cubans, but uh, no man, <laughs> how, how can you miss? How can you miss bad things, man? <laughs> serious? No, I don't know. About no, about yeah, I'm being serious. But I mean, you could still like have a family there and friends there and people you grew up no, with. No, 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 my family's up here, America. Oh, okay. All right, that's that was more yeah. of the question. That's that's where I was going with it. It wasn't the actual like 
Cuba, you know, you know Castro. I, I was just asking if you know, actually, actually, my mother she's walking around by, by the way. She just walk past. Oh, nice. Tell her I said hello. And that, well, <laughs> I'm a big fan of her son. Now, um, now, last time, uh, you know, we talked about Ben Askren, and you know, I still think the UFC should have signed Ben Askren. Um, ben. Oh. <laughs> You, you, you know, Ugh, you're I'm killing a, I'm me. A yours, I'm a fan of yours, but I disagree with you in that one. Is it? I, I, I disagree with you. I said to you before, we are in entertainment business, you know? Uh, now, entertain, you there just to entertain yourself, you know, you know that just to bore yourself up. Right, no, I understand people think it's boring. I, you know, I'm a fan of his wrestling. Now, I had posted on the forum what you said about Ben Askren. That, you know, I would say 80% of the people thought that you would win. There was a good, a good number of people who thought Askren, uh, his wrestling might be too much. But then, it, but then it came up that you guys had trained together. Have you trained with Ben Askren? Yeah. So what happened when you I guys? Wanna, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear from you that he lied to you and then he says that he woke my ass because that wasn't that wasn't true. No, I, 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 I he didn't say that. But I want to hear from you. What happened when you and Ben Askren trained together? Uh, you know, I want to. Uh, hold on a sec. My back is killing me. Hold on. Um, man, I, I don't like. I don't like to get to go out there and say things about people without. Without when when they haven't they haven't say thing bad bad for me, but I mean he didn't do a thing, you know. <laughs> Just put it that way. I mean, no, uh, and, there was someone said that, and, that that he said he wanted no part of you after training with you. Was that did you just dominate him in training? Is that, is that what happened? Yeah, he knows it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, a lot. Now, the, uh, we have a, a question from the from the underground because I, I, I put anybody ha- have any questions. Uh, there's a guy named Machismo uh, who wants to know about. There was a, a street fight that you got into with another judoka in Cuba. Uh, would you like to talk about that at all? Uh, which one? Which one? Because I've got too many. Street fights. But was was there one specific one that you got into with a very famous judo guy in Cuba? Oh, uh, <laughs> man! To be honest, to be honest to you, I was trouble back in the days. I mean, every day you are going to fight with somebody. What else? What else? What else? Uh, okay, there was a. <laughs> I mean, now, all right, now everybody. Uh, now, every time that I say, do you have anybody any questions for uh, Hector Lombard, everybody always talks about there was supposedly a rumor that you were uh, beating up everyone at the gym, that people, you were just destroying your training partners, and that you and Bar- Josh, Josh Barnett got into a fight, a two-hour fight at the gym. And it was... I will be, I will, I will be sad. <laughs> Why? I can tell it straight up in, 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 your radio, in, your, in your radio show. I will be sad. You whip Barnett's ass at at the, at the gym. Yeah, I mean, obviously people won't, won't believe that because they can say, ah, oh, bullshit, artist, whatever. I whip his ass. He knows it. 
So and hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me let me let me let me tell the whole story. Okay. Okay. We started, you know, training, whatever. He thought that he was going. He he thought that I was going to suck it up to him, which is like and no a bit no for me because I don't like to suck it up to anyone. Uh, so he would come, he would come and uh, give clothes to everyone, and, and people just you know suck it up to him, whatever. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? You know, I'm like. The hell, and uh, and you know, time time goes by, and one day we're sparring, and I'm just demolishing. I just beat the shit out of his his face. It was a mess, and just he just walk away from the sparring. He just left. What does that tell you? That's crazy. I mean, he's he has a hundred pounds on now, him. Yeah. What is that thing? Like, uh, just, you know, I, I whooping the hell out of you, put it away. What? I, I whooping the I whooping the hell out of you. You blow everywhere. The 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 mouth was full of blood and stuff like that. And you just couldn't handle it. You couldn't do nothing about it. You tired. You don't want to get hit anymore, and you just walk away from the sparring. So, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? But this guy left. So, you know, I thought he was going to just get, you know, grab something and, you know, just hit me with it or whatever, but he just left and then, you know, I saw him the other day, the next day, the next day, the next day. So, long story short, one day I was training and, and that was the second, the, the, the second time that we sparred. He, he, he got me tired. And, and and my son can die from you know I'm just you know swear for my for my son's life about this situation here. Okay, my son can just die. Let's forget about the first the first thing that I told you about me whooping his ass and you know he was bleeding everywhere and uh, you know he couldn't handle it anymore and he just walked away from the sparring. Well, I mean, right, but which over, did you say which is this is this is like hundred percent truth, right? And my son can't just die. I swear, I swear for my son for my son's life. Wait, you're, right. wait, you're he, he's wait. swearing on his son's life. Okay, okay, he wait. swears on his son's life. That this is true. Son, okay, gotcha. And uh, long story short, too late. Another day we were sparring, <laughs> and I sparred with Babalu. I was sparring with Babalu. And he actually was detaining the sparring section. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was he was he was running the sparring section. Okay. And I was sparring with Babalu. I sparred with Babalu. I sparred with uh, 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 Fletcher. I forget his first name. I know he said Fletcher. Tate Fletcher. He fought. Uh, Holy second? smokes! Was it was it Tate Fletcher from the Ultimate Fighter years ago? In fact, out of California, he uh, he fought a couple times for uh, LESC. Hmm. Anyway, I sparred him. Uh, I sparred. Uh, I sparred uh, Babalu. I sparred. Anyway, it was like a bunch of guys. I sparred five guys there. All right. 
five guys. Five guys you sparred that he day. He jumping. He jumping. <laughs> when I was tired, I swear to God. So you fought five guys, and then Barnett just jumps in, but you've already been sparring. Five minutes sparring, five minutes, five minutes sparring session, okay? Right. He just jumping. And I'm like, oh, you sparring now? What the hell? I was exhausted. Okay? Is yeah. that fair to you? That, that makes sense to me. I mean, of course it's fair to me. I mean, dude, are you kidding? I'm, I'm exhausted hearing this. Anyway, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm okay, you know, you want to spot, spot, whatever. He went, he just rushed it, and he took me down. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then he just dropped, it was pounding me the hell out of me. Bah, 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 throwing bombs at me. He want to knock me out. And I was exhausted. You know, and I was like, I remember that I was fighting for my life. I'm like, what the hell? At one point, I was thinking to just bite his ass because I'm, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? You know what I mean? So you're going to bite his ass? I was going to bite his ass. Okay. Because, you know, what the hell? You know, it's just fighting for your life. Right. So I escaped. <laughs> and I got on top. Guess what he said? What did he say? Oh, okay, okay, that's it, it's enough, it's enough. I'm like, no, let's go on out, let's do this shit now. And he's like, now I'm running this party session here, I'm running this party session here. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so he's How a man can be so coward and do that to anybody, anyone? That's crazy. I mean, you were tired. He he jumped on you. He was pounding away. Oh. You, you you reversed him, and then he said, uh, "Fight's over." Anyway, <laughs> uh, I just you know, I, what else I can tell you, Mike? No, you know, no, you I told mean? us, dude. You you. you uh, I mean, then now now that's training. Do you think in a real fight you would beat Josh Barnett? In a real fight, I will I will I will demolish Josh Barnett. <laughs> wow. In wow. the first, in the first to first fight, me and he were hell but allowed buying whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, what the hell is going on? You know, like if we go to the ground, I just gonna buy you. I gotta buy the shit on you. Survival. Yeah. You know. So you, I will, I will definitely beat him. I will definitely beat him in a street fight. He knows that, and I don't scared to tell him in a, in a national rally station. I will, I will tell him he's crazy if you're seeing too, which I have already. Right. Yeah. Well, Hector Lombard, this is why you're my favorite guest, man. Uh, you, Always uh, entertaining. You are the most entertaining, uh, scariest, uh, uh, hilarious human being I, I think I've met in my life, man. Uh, you, are, you are one of a kind, dude. And uh, I can't wait for your fight against Jake Shields, man. Uh, thank, thank you for, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. You know, I really, I really have fun with you guys. You know, <laughs> something that I, something that I never have with you know. Cause you know, like, I, I tell you, my, you know, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of wanna be. It's a lot of wanna be. Uh, how you call? How you call Journalists it? and reporters and interviewers yeah. and comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of wanna be reporters out there. They, they just wanna be. It, it's like. Have you know? Have you seen those guys who just try hard? They like, yeah, they pull the they pull the rings in the car and and uh, and they, and they paint the car and they just want to be. 
<laughs> be yourself, man. You know, if you're gonna be, you gotta be. You know, you don't have to just try hard. Yeah, absolutely. And now, uh, and now, uh, and uh, what I'm saying with this is like, there's a lot of reporters they just want to become famous. I mean, the key of the reporter, the key of the reporter, is just let the guy be himself. Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? I'm too, and, uh, I'm too scared not to. Back in the days when, uh, when uh, uh, Muhammad Ali would only do interviews with uh, one person. Howard Cosell. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there is a guys up there, they are real. And there is all these ones they just want to be. So sometimes, you know, I, I, I get those, those guys that want to be. They say, oh, can you please do an interview? I said, I'll go away. No. <laughs> oh, you know. But you know, I feel I feel you guys are real, you know. Absolutely, man. No, we we're, we're we're real fans, man. We're we're we just real like having fun. We're real comedians. We're real fans. And uh, dude, have a have a great New Year, Hector, man. And uh, we definitely want to have you back. By the way, I have never I've been doing this show for a year now, and I have never had more people ask for for a fighter to come back on uh, than you. Uh, the the fans the, the fans love you, man. Um, and uh, keep up the great work. And uh, I can't wait to watch your fight. We're going to have you on before then. And uh, have a happy new year, man. Well, you know, uh, likewise. And the fans, the fans, they know that I'm, I'm real too. You know what I mean? Uh, I know I'm going to go over there and they just talk shit or talk a lie. Or bring, bring, bring a lie to a story to make, make myself feel good. Everything that I say is always truth. You know what I mean? It's not like... It's, I'll tell you one thing. It's 120, 120% truth. And, uh, and just my name knows it. I believe you, man. The truth uh, is scarier than fiction. I believe you. I, uh, one thing... You are not is a is is unbelievable. So uh, so thank you, man. Thanks for coming on and have a great New Year, brother. Oh, that was Hector Lombard. Uh, to everybody that Jesus. kept asking me to ask him about Josh Barnett, uh, that that's the story uh, according to Lombard. Uh, maybe we'll have Barnett on and he'll he'll tell his version of it. Or uh, yeah, but um, wow, that was uh, that's good. <laughs> That was something. I don't know. I'm, I'm speechless, man. Between Diego Sanchez and Hector Lombard so far. Those are t- totally opposite ends of the spectrum. Those, yeah, those. Well, not really, though. Well, not, not really, but I like mean, Hector, like he takes his time answering. It's like, do you know this is being recorded? I don't, I don't think he cares. <laughs> I just I, like, well, you know. Yeah, there's definitely a lot, a lot of pauses, but you time, know what? You know what? I mean. I, look, I was at the gym. I'm, but I enjoy listening. To, I, you know what? I'm hanging on every word, man. I'm, I know. There's a guy that, like, normally people, people, they, they don't stop talking. Hector Lombard can say three words, and in I will. And he says a lot of prolific stuff. I mean, the whole the nail and the hammer. I was like, I, I, I knew what he was trying to say. I knew what he was saying. I knew what he was trying to say. And I understand you. You when you're when you're a nail is when you find out what you really are, not when you're a hammer. Right. I, I, I get it. Right. I get what he was saying, and. Uh, Wow, but wow, Hector Lombard is one of a kind. I can't wait. I'm going to go to Miami and hang out with him, man. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I would hang out with him. But definitely, I would be, definitely have to choose your word. I'm definitely one of those guys that I would want to say the wrong thing around Hector Lombard. Right. You know? And I definitely would never spar with him. But like, <laughs> Remember he asked you? <laughs> he asked me to come spar with him. I was like, yeah, I think I'll be uh, sick that uh, lifetime. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to spar with Yo, him. Yo, find out. Come down. He said, come get train. It, I really got hit by a, really hit by a train and actually train with <laughs> right. Hector Lombard. Well, that was Hector Lombard. Uh, that was 
That was intense. That great was guy. A great Hilarious. guy. One of my favorite guests of all time. I, 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 I'm happy he told us the, the, his true version of the Josh Barnett story. He's got to um, get Josh on here to get his, his side now. We got to get Josh on here. To, yes, we should get them both on. I, I, Let's see if we can get him to come in and sit down. Oh, no, the, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be outside the glass right. watching, <laughs> watching with popcorn. I'm not even going near that. But but yeah, that was, uh, wow. Do you, do you believe that story? I mean... I, uh, I mean, I know Josh, and I'm getting to know Hector. I, I don't know. Uh, who knows, right? Yeah, who knows? I, I don't want to say yes or no. Um, I mean, Josh I, is 100 pounds bigger than him, but, yeah. you, you know, I mean, Hector Lombard's a monster. Uh, yeah. I, 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 Hector you know. doesn't strike me as the type of person that would lie. Yeah, he, you're at ditto, bingo. Right. And uh, so I, I don't see Hector lying about anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those dudes that uh, I feel like he just tells the truth. Um but I'd love to hear Josh's version of it. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, follow me at MMA Roasted or at Adam Comedian or at AdamHunter.com. But thank you. And congratulations, Todd, to winning the uh, Replace Todd Rex. Uh, oh, thank you. you actually I, won. Uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. Thank Made you it two guys. weeks in a row, though. So yes. <laughs> that was the criteria. Thank you guys so much and have a happy new year. Thank you, guys.